want to thank everyone for tuning in to an all-new issue of Geek in the City Radio. And thank you for continuing to share the show with your friends and, you know, co-workers, wherever you happen to know and enjoy podcasts. Um, while you're sharing it, if you could give us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Podbean, where our show originates from, anywhere that you can give us a five-star rating would be appreciated. It helps us climb up the metrics and be able to bring more content to you. And if you've always wondered, hey, what do they look like while recording the show? Well, for almost a year now, we have been streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash geek in the city you can interact with uh, fellow listeners you can interact with us you know what we just have a great time every week hanging out and being you know just the nerds that we are we all have a lot of fun we would love you to join us twitch.com forward slash geek in the city as always the podcast will always be free and let's get it started right now why hello and welcome Issue 688 of Geek in the City Radio. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Duran. I am your other host, Binarita. And that's it. That's no it. more hosts. That's it. What's shaking, everybody? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we had some things. Whoa. Whoa. We had some stuff come up. Uh, no, well, I'm sorry. I wasn't hiding that, like, to say something. It's that I just, like, chugged a Diet Coke and immediately went to, like, a sparkly hop water. So there's buildup, as, as it were. And I didn't want it to come out in mid. No, I knew that. I was going to cover for you. Oh, no. What? <laughs> like, what's the point? Everyone by now knows that I'm just this trash human that just puts it all out on Front Street. Like, I never, unless you specifically tell me, like, you probably shouldn't talk about that. I'm going to end up talking about it. Um, yeah, Cable's not here. We were going to play uh, Jaws. Uh, it is technically a two-player game. But if it's the first time playing it, it's too hard for two people. Because essentially on the the Jaws board game, it's two to four players. Uh, One person plays the shark. And then the other three players play Hooper, Quint, and Brody. But if you only have two players, the other player plays all three of them. And that's a lot if you've never played the game before. Right. Uh, And that doesn't seem like it would be a lot of fun for people to listen to slash watch yeah because half the fun of jaws is of the game and it is a really fun game i recommend it i hopefully we will get to play it sometime um half the fun of that game is watching the three you know non-shark players decide what to do and how to do it and how to pull shit off so yeah i kind of thought that it was going to be more like a the uh pandemic board game style Mm -mm. where like you were playing against the game no, it's it's one against all kind of thing. Mm. The concept's cool because it's done in two acts. So act one is Amity Island. Um, and like, basically, if you're the shark, uh, you want to eat 10 swimmers. If you eat 10 swimmers, you activate act two. Or if the humans get two barrels on the shark, that also activates scene two or act two. And act two is on the orca with different power cards different everything and then it's still it's like all three against the shark Mm. and the shark can either kill all of you or sink the orca it is really fun it's a lot of fun i've played it many times now so i will get to it sometime on the show for sure i mean it's such a fun movie and it's (laughs) well it is a fun movie i wouldn't describe it as fun it's not really fun like to me has connotations of being like lighthearted and amusing 
And I mean, I'm not like dissing on Jaws. I love Jaws, yeah. but I wouldn't call it a fun movie. I guess. I mean, I have fun watching it. You know. I have a good time watching yeah. it. Just not a fun time. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You know. I get it. Um, I might watch that when we get home. So it also might be a slightly uh, shorter show. Because B and I... Like, this is what was planned. Um, but yeah, Cable's got to deal with some... Some stuff that, uh, yeah, it was it was better that he he take care of things that needed to be taken care of. Yes. Um, yes. Everyone's everyone's okay. I'm trying to because I know I'll get like, oh, is Cable okay or is Merrick okay? Like that. Every, that's all. You know, it's not even us for the sake. Everything's fine. We're all fine here. How are you? Yep. yep. No. Yeah. Nothing to nothing. Not that everything's for you good. To, nothing, We're fine. Nothing to see here. No. Um. Right, so now we have to pull a, a show out of the proverbial bag without mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> without a lot of heads up. Um, well, I mean, it's it's some downer news that we can talk about. You know, we la- we lost Lance Reddick a uh, few yeah, days ago. Yeah, crazy. And they still haven't released what it was. They keep saying natural causes. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Because mm-hmm. he seemed like he was like in super good health. I know, right? He, you know, yeah, lean and powerful yeah and you know what even when i was in my 20s 60 seemed very young but now that i'm my age 60 seems extra young um <laughs> uh, but 60 is like too young like that's that's crazy young i feel like yes especially for like someone who seemed to be in good health yeah yeah exactly um i did see this was kind of like bittersweet so he did a i think he did a tiktok video like the day before he passed away about how like he had a few breaks from the John Wick Four press tour, and, and and he was like, you know, my wife's not home, children or whatever, pets have all been walked. You know what that means? And he grabbed his PS, his computer, and he said, "It means Destiny 2! Yeah, I saw that this morning. Yeah, more recently than you know that the news of his passing. That yeah, the night before he died, he was playing Destiny. Yeah, and then Destiny. in the game, players held like a uh, a vigil for him. That is so like precious. At this, I think the Citadel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really cool because he was also a voice in the game too. Right. Uh, also a voice in Mass Effect games, like yeah, just an incredible voice actor. People are going to remember. Most people are going to remember him from The Wire. I mean, that was where like all big things came from. It was The Wire. <laughs> um, uh, for me, it was Fringe. Uh, okay, and I don't know if that came before or after The Wire because I don't really know when. When the wire came out, I only watched it a few years ago, um, so that was the first big thing I'd ever seen him in. Um, yeah, yep. um, a lot of people now know him from um, from John Wick, mm-hmm. where he's uh, Sharon. Mm-hmm. He is the he is the keeper of the river, basically. Um, Remind me what that role is exactly. If I remember correctly, uh, Sharon controls the boat down the river sticks into into your afterlife. Like he he guides you, um, which is why he's the first person you meet when you make your descent into the continental. Oh, I he's see. The concierge. I gotcha. Um, I just saw another interview with him when they had asked him, um, like what inspired him to play this character, what he wanted to do. Cause they kept talking about like John Wick uses a lot of myths and symbolisms. And he talks about 
how he drew upon the myths and stuff, but that his primary influence for his character in John Wick was Hector Alonso in Pretty Woman, the Hotel Concierge. Because that's one of those things, though. If you're at a real high-end hotel and mm-hmm. you are the Hotel Concierge, like that's you actually have to be good at a lot of shit and speak different languages and di- no different traditions and customs. Like that's kind of a high profile gig. Right. Um, that's up there with my weird obsession with going to Butler school. which I think we talked about a few nights ago. I was just going to say, <laughs> how, where does that line up with your whole dream of buttling? Uh, it, pretty close. I, I see them as very similar <laughs> roles actually. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever sat on the show, but I have had this weird, there is this weird appeal to me to going to butler school and to become a, a butler, a, a gentleman's gentleman kind of thing. Um, and not just because I enjoy ironing and, you know, having good creases when I do iron. Um, not that I've ever ironed money. That would be weird. You've absolutely I've ironed absolutely your, your ironed money before. I know you have. And it's so pleasing. I put them between two damp towels, too, because you don't want to scorch anything. Right, right. Well, I mean, they're not paper. They're, no, no. They're technically they're not. fabric, so. Yeah, but they're so thin. Mm-hmm. You want it. You want the damp towel. Keeps them flat. Mm-hmm. You just hit them with it. It'll, it'll kind of go. It'll curl up a little bit. I know I'm giving you a hard time, but um, when I was in AIT, which is your occupational school after basic oh, yeah. training yeah for for those who don't know um you they're like they start like upping the the stuff that they expect from you and uh one of the things that changes from the first uh phase to the next phase uh, mm-hmm. of schooling is that you have to start ironing your bdus your camo yeah and polishing your boots which mm. maybe we polished our boots in basic training but i don't remember having done so um and so sundays were your you know like your your chore day mm-hmm. in the barracks uh so your all your stuff is ready for the week you do your laundry you yeah you, you do your ironing and your starching and your yeah. polishing and you know me i can get like really excited about just about anything and so i yeah. i was really into all of those tasks it's very cathartic you know like you can think and talk while you're working and yeah you get the pleasure of you know producing a nice crisp blouse i like it um when i was a kid and my dad worked as a prison guard um they didn't have to but it was highly recommended for them to have their shoes polished just as a as their standard guard uniform a Mm -hmm. lot of them didn't um because as a rule, most guards were one that people who couldn't pull off the police academy. Sorry, everyone out there. Um, my dad took that job because it was the best paying job in Susanville, which right. is why most people took that job. Right. Um, but I used to love to shine all of his shoes. Like he would do it sometimes, but like and like the full like spit shine because you have to, you know. Oh, yeah. And I can still do the buffering, all that stuff. Oh, you did a spit shine. Uh, at the time, yeah. I don't know what I would do now, but that was the, yeah, the stuff that he, uh, like the oils he would use, like that thick paste. That you, yeah. Oh, I was a, I was a Lincoln wax. What's yeah. Lincoln wax? It's a particular brand that everyone always said was the superior shoe wax. I'm going to look it up. It's called Lincoln wax? Yep. 
and, and it comes black. It, it does. They call it wax, uh, but it it is a little bit more of a a pasty, spreadable texture. Oh and yeah, it comes in colors like brown and black for your the color of your shoe, and you just keep buffing it in you keep buffing it in uh, until until your boots are shining yeah uh this is the one he had but it looks very similar um yeah i just i enjoyed that i liked doing like all of that um i enjoy getting stains out i do not enjoy that um i had to get good at it because i just always try i try to be like a non-sloppy eater i really really do <laughs> and i just the other problem is if I don't wear an apron all the time, even when I'm cleaning the kitchen, mm-hmm. I'll splash it all over me. And all of a sudden, like, there's a little bit of, like, salad dressing oil in this bowl and water hits it and, oh, like, no. the oil hits, oh, like, no. you know. So, you know, those are weird things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, as we know, I I cannot effectively do laundry. So that's not my area. Yeah. Um. But now I know that it's not just because I'm a piece of shit. Uh, it actually is like a really big one for people with ADHD. You get the laundry started. You know you need clean clothes. Yeah. Um, but as soon as you walk away from the now, you know, starting up machine, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh... It's a, it, it is literally out of sight, out of mind, right? If you're not actively going into the laundry room yeah, but doesn't your, or your laundry area. Doesn't your alarm go off when it's done? Unless you turn it off, I guess. No, it goes off. The chances that my hands are free or that I'm not like preoccupied with something when that happens are pretty nil. Mm. Um, and even if I wasn't otherwise occupied, there's always going to be a reason that I'm like, okay, I'll go do that in, in one minute, you know, in just a second. Okay. And then that, that second never comes. Laundry is my least favorite of the household chores, like without a doubt. And it's not the washing. I here's the weird thing. I enjoy the feel of a perfectly folded shirt, like aesthetically. When I look at them, mm-hmm. I like seeing them that way. Mm-hmm. I can't stand folding clothes. Can't stand it. Drives me bonkers because it feels like out of all the domestic tasks, it feels like the most Sisyphean. Even though by default they, they all, all are, they all are. But that one is the one that feels the worst. The worst. That's that is interesting. I do like folding laundry. It smells good. It's warm. Um, mm-hmm. I like that part. But good luck getting me to do it. Good luck letting me get it to the dryer. So I have to wash the. I'll same wash load. and dry yours, but then you can fold. <laughs> like we'll do. We'll come up with something like that. Uh, well, Christian loves to do laundry, and he is on it. He, oh, the, that's the good. moment the buzzer goes off, he is ready to start folding laundry. Yeah. Or transferring from the washer to the dryer. Right. I think the only thing I miss about having carpet, here's, we're just going to go down this like I, nerdy yep. ass wrap. We get some questions, we'll answer them. So, yeah, fire off in the chat too, seriously. Um, I do I mean, see you guys. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I got to wait for an opening. Yeah. Um, the one thing I miss, well, there's two things I miss about having carpet. A, in the winter when your foot touches the hardwood or the tile in the morning, it's fucking cold. Uh. It's cold. Um, but having had dogs, I'm also glad I don't have carpet anymore. Um, but what I miss a lot are, um, vacuum cleaner lines. (laughs) Uh, I will never forget. I don't know where I read this or like under what circumstances, but it was probably a list Mm -hmm. of like 
very simple and or quick things that you can do that make your house look instantly way, way cleaner. So low yeah. effort, high reward. Okay. And vacuuming is was on that list. Oh, yeah. I can totally see that. Um, so the reason why I ever, like, I wouldn't, I don't really ever want to have a lawn now because they're bullshit. Um, but I love, they are. They are. But I love, I love when the, the lines you can make when you're lawn mowing. Those perfect <laughs> fucking lines. Like, they're so nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't mind doing windows. I never understand that whole gag, whatever. I don't do windows. Like, what's so hard about cleaning your windows? It's not hard. No. It's just it's a squeegee, squeegee, and you rub it. It's like, why is it hard? But that's another one of those things. Um, so we've been, like, cleaning up the house a bunch, and, like, we had the painting and all of that. Right. Um, at some point, I realized, I'm like, oh, you know what I haven't done in a long time? clean the windows yeah my friend i am telling you right now that i am pretty certain that i have not cleaned the windows in a couple years oh yeah no i haven't either (laughs) okay okay i feel like cleaning the windows or like you know doing the mirrors is Mm -hmm. something that's supposed to happen regularly but again there's nothing driving me to remember to do it so it yeah yeah, I, I've gone years without cleaning oh, the yeah. window. I haven't cleaned our windows in at least two years. But when I do it, I'm always like, why did I put this off? It's not it's so hard. quick and easy. It's done. The one thing that is hard is cleaning the, the fucking screens. Oh, that's nasty. I don't the, know. The rails and the screens. I, I don't even want to do it. I, it's so nasty in there. And then, like, you know, you, it's got to come out. All yeah. that shit's got to come out. You I can't know. just, like, vacuum it up and never have to look at it. I know. You're going to end up touching it. It's fucking nasty. I have gloves. Don't you have gloves? I do now. Okay. I have never owned clean house cleaning gloves. Oh, gloves. I haven't bought house cleaning gloves in a while. I used to mm-hmm. own them. So then what do you, what do you mean you use Well, gloves? ever since I got it, and by the way, I've, I don't think I've said this in the show. I, I've gotten into trying to teach myself to make my own resin cast dice, which is fun. I don't think you have mentioned that. Uh, I still can't get all the air bubbles out. And I know there's tricks. And the other main trick is buy a, a pressure pot. I was like, well. That seems expensive. Yeah, give me 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm not dumping, you know what? I've already dumped hundreds, thousands of dollars on one like hobby for home brewing. I'm not doing it again for dice. Mm-hmm. So I'll just find other ways. Anyway, when you work with resin, you should have gloves on. So I bought like a big, like nurse's pack of like nitrate. Oh, those, those little nitrate gloves. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That seems wasteful to me um, to use disposable well, gloves every it time. Probably I is. Do some housework. It probably is. The hardest thing for me is to find the right it's very hard for me to find the right size of cleaning gloves mm. because as a rule they're they make them small for lady they make hands. them small for lady hands you know a lot of things like your nails won't puncture through for delicate hands and i'm like i said where where do the beefy women <laughs> where do they go to get there the russian bear fighting women where do they get their gloves at that's what I, I need. Where do, where do you – never mind. Uh, I haven't gone shopping for them in a while, so I couldn't tell you where I'd go. I bet Home Depot would have – Probably. Like go over by where the Traeger s- supplies are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I don't want barbecue gloves. Those are different. And I used to have uh, – But I'm sure that they have other <laughs> options besides the, the black uh, nitrile whatever. Also, why is that their thing? What? Um – like uh, I, oh, you see, you know, you see a guy wearing black gloves. You wait for it. Here comes the Traeger. Uh, you, really? You, you've never heard that? No. Listen, I don't really, 
not to not to upset Norm. I don't really follow barbecue culture or the tra- you know like if well, I order a Traeger, that'd really be cool. That here so much, not really. Don't get me wrong. Them. I'd love to have a Traeger, but mainly because they're like the set it and forget it of barbecues, <laughs> right? Is it just pellets and? I have no idea. I think you just put pellets. I thought it in was a, just a particular brand. It is a brand, but they're like pellets. Only they don't do charcoal. Or, I don't know. I think I only know, wood fire. I don't know how. Well, propane. they're wood pellets. Okay. Right, and is it does it work like a wood pellet stove? Where yes. there's like that little machine that keeps pumping. Little auger. Yeah. yeah. I had a boyfriend whose parents' house had um, a, a, a pellet stove, mm-hmm. and it was so satisfying to watch the little pellets going. Yeah, we used to have one. I feel like everyone. I feel like there was a time in the late '80s, early '90s, where like everyone was converting to pellet stoves. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And then it all kind of went away. Probably because they claimed it was like a cleaner burning thing, material. Norm just said, yeah, they're the easy bake ovens of barbecue. Yeah, no, (laughs) you don't, you don't have, this is going to make people that listen to this that use Traegers angry. I don't think you need to have skill when you use a Traeger. You put in the temp, the flavored wood pellets, and kind of walk away if, if that's if that's their deal is yeah you just turn it to a particular setting and walk away yeah yeah you don't i mean you may I, have I, to I'm base sure it or you still need to know like whatever. flavor but sure i'm pretty sure like you can make a delicious brisket just by smoking oh yeah the brisket. just like, do you salt and pepper just, you'd be good yeah yeah although white people don't like using salt and pepper so i don't know <laughs> I feel like white yeah, people that are into. I feel like white people that are into the barbecue scene. I, I do believe they are the exception to to whitey. So, the, so you can still mess it up if you are bad at understanding flavor profiles and how to combine them. Yeah, because uh, your trigger is not going to fuck it up for you. Yeah, and or don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not saying I'd be good at it. I have a smoker, but it's an electric one, where I again put in wood chips. I set the time, and I only have to like check the chips now and then. Oh, well, Norm says uh, you kind of do need to know shit. He did his first brisket, and he thought they were going to come pull his barbecue card. Yeah, but Norm's really hard on himself when it comes to barbecue. That's a good point. He came out here one time with somebody else's barbecue and apologized because it didn't reheat the way he wanted it to reheat. And he was like, I brought shame on myself and my friend who made I'm like... Dude, chill. You brought like Texas barbecue it's, across. It the was country. some bomb ass barbecue, and it was so good. But he kept. Ap- I remember Katie was like, "Norm, stop. No one's talking because they're eating." Yeah. Um. What are they called? The tips. The um. Burnt ends. The burnt ends. Mm-hmm. Norm, I dream about those burnt ends. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, I feel like Southerners season their food regardless of their color. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just the further north you go, the, the spice does not flow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's because they uh, don't have that desert power. Right. <laughs> Stupid. Um, how did we get onto barbecues? Uh, gloves. Yeah, gloves. Right. Uh, cleaning gloves. Which yeah. I, I, I only recently was like, why don't I own cleaning gloves? Because I'm in charge of the bathroom and I hate it. So you put it off, you put it off, mm-hmm. and it only makes it worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. So I was, I finally, it finally occurred to me, this would be much less awful if you had cleaning gloves to use when you clean the bathroom. Maybe that now is, you'll clean it more. That is true. I wish I had cleaning gloves for that. But I also get, I'm just going to 
rant after rant. <laughs> I get really annoyed. And this is a bigger conversation about toxic masculinity. Mm. I get really annoyed when I do find like cleaning products that fit me. Like, yeah, the gloves and stuff or whatever. Like when they fit me, they're always like made for a man with the tactical camo. I'm like, I don't need fucking matte black cleaning gloves or like camo. I said, actually, I would like to have like the blaze pink so I don't lose them. Like when I worked at Zipcar, we were always going through like phone chargers and shit. And I was always buying like the bright pink or like the neon green. And they're like, why do you do that? I said, because you guys lose those black ones. You can't see them. <laughs> I said, I need sheet that says like, I'm here. You know? I used to do the same thing uh, when I was, again, in the army. Uh, when you're in garrison, you wear cook whites. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so everyone looks the same. I mean, in any army uniform, everyone looks the same. Yes. That's, That's why it's called uniform. Yes. Yeah, it's right there in the <laughs> word. Just break it down. Um, and as part of your, you know, your gear that you need, like, you're not supposed to wear your uh, uh, dog tags because they might get caught in the Hobart and then you'll oh, that get w- your head ripped off. Um, and you're always supposed they to have a snap pen the- and... Probably, but okay. it's still a safety thing that they. No, I get like, it. Don't, yeah. don't ever wear your dog tags in the kitchen. You'll get your something ripped off. I don't know. Um, and you always have to have a pen and some post its because as soon as the food gets put, any leftovers get put up, you got to label them, you know, item and date mm-hmm. um, for rules. Uh, and I used to always buy those really nice pens. They were like the coolest pens back then that they were really fat mm-hmm. they had a clip they were push button yeah and they had that jelly oh was it the for you know where the, you hold the it big gel oh yeah yes and those were expensive pens so i would always buy them in pink because that way i would know that's my fucking pen right also nope. it was like one pop of color in like head to toe black and white it was your piece of flair yep hey <laughs> What does the army do with leftovers? It's not you, like you're packing a sack lunch for people the next day. <laughs> you are allowed to reheat to the proper temperature and serve again leftovers <laughs> one time. Um, like the next day. The next meal, even. Like okay. if you've got lunch leftovers, you could serve them. Uh, so like bitches are getting spaghetti again. Well, no, no, no. You'd still make the new meal. There's a solid meal plan. And when I did it, I would go a month out. Yeah. So... It's not like, oh, we're not going to make this today because we have too many leftovers of this. Right. No, you you build a meal plan based on headcount. All right. You, you take account of how many people come to your dining facility at every meal. And so you always have an idea of how much food you need to make. Mm-hmm. And so, but but when you make a couple options, you know, like dinner will have two meats, two or three vegetables, at least one starch, and then there's all these other sides and salad and all this and that. There's gonna be leftovers. Um, so yeah, you're allowed to reheat them to a proper temperature one time and serve it. And then after that, if there's any left, you throw it away. So if you have a ton left over, you would yeah. only want to reheat some, and you can save the other stuff for a different meal because you are only supposed to keep it for like 24 hours. If wow. I recall. Now I'm just now this random shit, man. Did you guys have like separate stations or cooks for kosher or halal food? No. And also, are there vegetarians in the army? Are there vegans or even? I don't feel like. I feel like maybe I knew one vegetarian. Um, 
when I was, you know, you're burning calories, even if you don't have the most impactful job, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Uh, More often, I would see um, the more specific food restrictions. Like uh, my friend Melanie, she doesn't eat pork. Yeah. Uh, Ryan can't have shellfish. And uh, my my staff sergeant, uh, I believe he was actually Muslim. Um, He didn't eat pork either. Um, And that's, again, why you have to have like at least two of any option. And you always do a meat, a veg, and a starch. Oh, right. So you're always going to have like chicken whatever Basically. well and then there's also the um um oh my god what's it called uh, oh my god i can't think of the name but there's a second line of you know uh those st- stainless steel dualies yeah short order okay the short order right like, you know, like at a like at a diner uh and on that side every lunch and every dinner we made burgers Grilled cheese, French fries. They were probably like breaded chicken tenders. Yeah. Basically grilled and fried things that came out of packages. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget that there was a guy who ate two hot dogs every lunch, every dinner. Just And he, he kind of looked like a pig. Like in the face. He had a very like pork. He had very, Which is very weird. It is very weird. That's just, I mean, I love hot dogs. That's why, I would but... ne- that's why I'll never forget it. Huh. Yeah, so on any given day, if you feel like, you know, eating some junk food, grilled cheese and some french fries or whatever. Yeah, that sounds good. It's like how I'll never forget corn dog Wolverine. <laughs> <sighs> I miss that. I don't get to see him anymore. Uh, <laughs> he was amazing. Uh, Beck says uh, they would be literal militant vegans. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, corn dog Wolverine, you sweet spirit. I don't know if I've ever seen it, but you just yeah. take, it takes just a second to, to this understand. This is what he would do. When I worked at Zipcar and I would take the number 15 to head to downtown, if I had to start in downtown, <laughs> I'd see this dude every once in a while. Um, and yeah, in one hand, he'd have like his phone or his book. And in the other hand, three corn dogs stuck between his fingers, the sticks, <laughs> and just, and he'd eat them evenly. Oh yeah, that um, way um, that, um. that way you've got the same weight distribution throughout mm-hmm. your meal. And he kind of like he push <laughs> his fist up when the stick got too long, so he was just always because he always wanted to get his corn dog because the, the stick would get in the way. Right, right, yeah. There's a there's a point where you have to keep pushing the the corn dog up the stick, and yeah. there's or push the stick down. But every time I saw him in my head, I would just start saying like, you know, Wolverine quotes. In my head, I was like, yeah, it's gonna be the good hot. It's gonna be a good corn dog, bub. You know, or like, I'm the best at what I do, and what I do is fried corn dough. You know, <laughs> he was amazing. Uh, I always wonder what happened to him. At least every few weeks, I'd be on the bus. I'm every like, there he is, weeks. man, Wolverine corn dog, man, corn dog Wolverine. <laughs> uh, so fucking weird. It was so weird. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Norm says that corn dog Wolverine is the name of his all banjo letter Kenny tribute band. That works. That's a good one. Yeah. Good job, Norm. Good job. Uh, Where were we? I don't know. This is kind of what the show is. There were questions. There was uh, someone oh, yeah, asked we about. We do have at least one question. The earliest one was from Brad. We'll, I'll do that one. Yeah. Uh, and he says maybe he's asking the obvious, but how excited are folks getting for Evil Dead Rise? Dude, I yeah, Bean's right. This is obvious. Like I'm maybe crazy. for you. Oh yeah, that's all that matters. It's an Evil Dead question. Um. I'm super excited. And the reviews coming out are really strong. Mm. Um, 
even from fans that get kind of like, uh, you know. And here's the thing. I'm not I'm not not excited, you know. I like obviously the whole Evil Dead franchise is something that I came to really late in the game. Mm-hmm. I think I saw the first one when I was like 24, 25. Yeah. Um so I am interested, but I'm also actively worried about watching it. Uh, Why? The trailer. Oh, there's God. so much fucking body horror. And I, I I think we've talked about this before. I didn't used to be squeamish about really anything. Yeah. But for some reason, all of a sudden, for a couple years now, I cannot look when there is body horror. It's just too uncomfortable. So the fucking that cheese grater scene in the trailer. Oh, God, so I no. found out oh, at God. South by Southwest they were handing out, because they always hand out fun shit at the screeners right. and stuff. They had bags of shredded flesh. No. Like they were candy. Was it uh, was like with a tiny little, cheese with a tiny little cheese grater inside and like they must have been like gummy strips in like jelly blood and it was like fresh freighted, it was like fresh grated flesh. Oh my god! No, and that sounds awful. That sounds awful oh to me. God. Like I, I can't even have like that. have fun with that. Um, yeah, yeah, like anything else, just you know, aliens and slashers. But if I see somebody doing something to a body, or or something really weird and freaky re- happening to a body, it makes yeah. me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm trying to find that now. I think maybe, like, you know, as I get older, I'm just, you know, like, creeping towards that whole, like, fearing your own mortality thing. Yeah. Um, and that's new for me. Which so. might be why I actually kind of like these movies in a weird, <laughs> in a weird twisted way. Um, it all depends what mood I'm in, too. Like, the first, the original Raimi Evil Dead, like, people like to laugh at it. It's cheesy. And you're like, they did it with no budget. Like, it's... It's still horrifying. It's mm-hmm. just that the filming technique was so crude. I mean, his camera work is brilliant, but right. none of them are real actors yet. Like, a lot of them are still students. Bruce Campbell was probably the best actor out of all of them. Even he's like, he's like, yeah, after this movie, I started taking the craft seriously kind of thing. Huh. Um, you know, and it's got like claymation melting. Yeah, but it's still amazing. Um, Evil Dead 2 is the same movie, but it's the Three Stooges. <laughs> Um, what? Basically, you've probably said this before. But yeah, no. Ramy's even said he loves the Three Stooges. That's basically what it was. Um, Evil Dead Two is usually the movie I watch when I'm having a bad day because no matter how bad my day was, Ashes was worst. Was worse. Army of Darkness is just Jason and the Argonauts, but with a Necronomicon. Um, and then there's the show. The show, which is fucking brilliant, is wonderful in every way. Um, and then the, the remake of Evil Dead, it's good. Um, they could have done something else than the tree scene again to possess the main, to possess Mia. I was like, cause even Sam has been like, if I could go back and reshoot that scene, I would do it. He's like, he's like, but I was, you know, 19 and we didn't think that way. And we were a bunch of kids and mm. we were all down for it. He's like, in retrospect, probably shouldn't have had that scene. So when that movie got mad, I was like, oh, you're going to possess her like in a different way. And I'm like, oh, no, no, doing the same thing. Mm. Okay. But other than that. Whose choice was that? It would be the director's probably. The writer. Yeah, because, I mean, Raimi and them were like listed as producers. But it 
Raimi's always said if someone else does Evil Dead, he'll let them do it. Fed Alvarez is the director. He did the screenplay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of... There's there's a, g- a goodly number of names on here I don't know. But... Yeah. Um, but the woman who played Mia was she was amazing. I really hope she's got a cameo in the next one. Um, uh, she was great. They also did a good job of. There's always that thing of like, why don't you guys just leave? Like if it's if it's this bad, just fucking leave. Right. The first Evil Dead fixes that by knocking out the bridge. They can't leave. Mm-hmm. The remake. Does the same thing. The, the 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 river floods. You can't cross it. Otherwise, it'll sweep you away. All right, you're trapped. Um, I'm not sure how Rise is going to be for sure. Um, other than it's getting really good reviews. So no, I'm pumped for it. I'm super jazzed for it. I'm definitely going to go see it. I'm just going to be really uncomfortable watching it. That's fine. And I mean, that's the point, right? Oh, oh yeah. I don't. I don't scare easily. Um, I've been watching horror films since you know before puberty. Um. You know, and you know those like seventies and eighties movies, super duper not for kids, and not just because no. of the horror, right? Um, yeah, a lot of reasons why. Yeah, um, so it's not it's not that it's just I'm, I'm just like oh god, just, I, I can feel it in oh, yeah. my I, in my brain. I can't do it, happen. but I'm getting those happy like oh boy. No, I'm getting. Um, like, we Ramey's even said he's like people who watch Evil Dead movies. He's like my those films need to punish the audience. Right, that was his goal. That was his goal. Mission accomplished, yeah. sir. The, the, yeah, the main characters and the audience must both be punished for going through this. <laughs> uh, um, isn't he also in charge of, like, Spy Kids? No, that's Robert Rodriguez. Oh, right. Okay, never mind. No, um, he's never done, like, kid-kid movies. He's done more family-friendly stuff, mm. for sure. Like, he did The Great Oz, which wasn't that good. I love Sam Raimi. Sometimes he's better with a lower budget. Mm. Uh, uh, oh, he, he did some. He did some Spidermans. He did do all the Spidermans. The first, the 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 first Sony Spidermans. Um. Oh, he did Darkman. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that when I was a kid. Darkman's it feels fun. familiar. Um. And speaking of his other movies, uh, I'm now reminded that I did say I need to watch Drag Me to Hell again because. We've, uh, as we've discussed many times, I did not appreciate it at all the first time I watched it. Okay. And, and apparently I'm dead wrong. Yes. And I'm willing to admit that. You and Greg for, Nibbler. Well, I don't know what Greg's reasons are. He I just, told me why. He was annoyed that the girl got dragged to hell in the end. He's like, what's the point of this movie? He's like, I feel like I was ripped off. I was like, dude, it's in the title. Drag me to hell. Ripped off. That doesn't make sense to me. I think I, I can, Greg I, likes. I, I think he likes happy endings, even yeah. in horror. And I never want a happy ending in horror. You know, the ending of the descent when the yeah, when the darkness we just were, closes in on her. Cable and I, we had a conversation. I, I guess the time that he was here and you were not, and I was talking about like I fucking love the bleaker the better. I'm just like yeah. um, nom 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 nom, and I think he. I think he interpreted that as like really depressing movies or mm-hmm. something like that. But what I meant, uh, and we never got back around to it, is movies like The Descent. It's it's technically a horror film, yeah. But the ending is like so wonderfully devastating. Yeah, that's what I love. Yeah, um, um, I'm so twisted. I just I love the ending of The Mist. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I fucking love that. What's and the it's worst part? So spoilers. The worst part is not that he kills his kid and the other people in the truck. It's the, that he never needed to. He never needed to. The woman at the very beginning says, "Won't someone help a woman home?" She's on the truck watching him. <laughs> like, oh yes. Um. Um. Norm Greg hated Drag Me to Hell way before he got carjacked in a Burnerville. <laughs> I don't think those two are connected. No. Um, yeah, I'm super pumped for it. There's a lot of movies coming out within basically the next 30 days. What like, else? I think John Wick 4 is this Friday. Oh, uh, it, I know it's soon because yeah. you know, they were talking about how Lance Reddick had issued some of the appearances for the press tour press. Yeah. Press mm-hmm. tour. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, John Wick three was very disappointing to me. Um, and I don't go into this because there are people that have very specific opinions on which John Wick is the best one. And instead of having like real conversations about it, they get like mean, hmm. you know, like, no, John Wick three was the best one. Cause you don't fucking understand. I'm like, eh, okay, that's kind of a non-starter in debating a movie. It is my least favorite because I feel like it kind of goes off the rails for character and world. Like it is that the one that has a? It is the one with Halle Berry. Yeah, I just could not buy her as that character. Yeah, that was also a hard sell. For I have me. a really low threshold for Halle Berry. Like, oh, it's it, it meeting the demands of a role. That's fair. I, I, and I, I'm sure that's biased. I'm sure that like she's done great work in other stuff, but ever since Catwoman, I'm like, nope, right. terrible actress. Yeah, not gonna discuss it. My my biggest issue with the John Wick movies, and this is nitpicking because they're all still entertaining as hell. But by three, it was just the plot only existed to get from one action sequence to another, more and more outlandish. And, it and got that's so big. It, just it got, got too so big, big. And that's not the point of the first two. The first two are very deeply personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then three, it just goes bonkers and i'm really afraid that four is going to do that too right but i've heard Uh, it does i don't know i mean it seems like with that level of world building it seems more to me like you know what kiana's not going to want to do this forever but this is fucking gold here this is yeah this prints money so we gotta like expand it so that there can be connectivity to other characters and different movies. Well, they were going to do that. I don't. I think they still might. A TV series just called The Continental. Oh yeah. And then they just announced another spinoff movie. I think just called The Ballerina. All around. Again, that was just so over the top. Mm. When Angelica Houston ran the Russian ballerina hit woman place. It's also a little cliche. I, it the was ru- a, the Russian ballerina hit woman. It was thing. a bit much. Yeah. Yeah, Brad's like they tried to build a bigger mythology and it didn't really work well. Yeah. So I hope uh, four is better. Agreed, I guess. It yeah. sounds like we all agree on that. And then I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to not see yeah. the next one. But and then like since the announcement of the D and D movie, I've had trepidation because I'm like, ugh, ugh. I never got around to reading exactly what that whole situation was. What uh, the whole D and D? What is it? License? Oh, I don't even up? mean that part. Oh, not that. Okay. I just mean the fact that like historically. Dungeons and Dragons and media adaptations are not, they do not have a good track record. Um, the 80s cartoon was probably the greatest, like, D&D translating to another medium ever. And even by 80s cartoon standards, like, it's not that good. We are all looking through it through the 
thickest of nostalgia lenses, just the thickest of lenses, you know? But then like that first trailer came out and I was like, well, fuck, that kind of looks fun. You know, and you use a, you use a Led Zeppelin song about fucking, which was hilarious. Uh, but okay. It's got a really good guitar riff for, you know, for playing D and D. Um, and then there was the international trade that was good. And then they did that fucking scene that they showed with Chris, with them using the speak with dead spell. Um, and it was hilarious because it felt like I was watching. It felt like someone had set up a camera at the gaming table, <laughs> by the way, the characters interacted in the scene. I was like, Oh man. But then it started getting really good reviews. Like it's holding it. Like, I think like 85 on rotten tomatoes right now after like, multiple screenings now um a reviewer whose stuff i really appreciate he's he lives in the la area he basically said this is guardians of the galaxy but fantasy like that's the level I of energy or something like, I was that. like okay it, it looks like it's gonna be a fun and funny movie mm-hmm. um and there's one particular actress in that that i i know you do not like her right I don't know who you think I'm talking about, but I'm talking about. Um, I think she plays the uh, the druid. Oh, okay. Then we're the not young, the younger one. Her name is Sophia Lillis. Okay. Um, and she's been in a number of things that I've seen in, and I, I that I've seen her in, and I really enjoy her. Okay. Um, she's probably most famous for it. She plays the young version of the the one oh. girl in the group. Uh, but mm-hmm. she's she, she's done a couple other things that I really enjoyed. Okay. Um, I'm used to people really hating Michelle Rodriguez. I don't hate her, I but I do feel like I don't like her personality. I feel like Michelle Rodriguez knows kind of, she knows what she wants and she's not gonna like pussyfoot around it. And I respect that. You know what part of it but is? I, and I think, part, really quick, I think part of it is that she doesn't have any tact. It's just, mm. that was bullshit. Instead of being like, hey, we should talk about this. It's, that's bullshit. Right. And maybe that's what, I mean, I also, uh, I like, am, am, am going to do that, whether I mean to or not. Um, another thing that I think is a bit of an issue is, like, when I was younger, it was always Selma Hayek. Yeah. And later on, it became Michelle Rodriguez as, like, there's one brown woman in Hollywood ever, <laughs> and you will always be compared to her because you are also a brown girl. Right. Oh, I could see that. Sure. So that's probably part of it. Uh, well, for the next generation, it's going to be Jenna Ortega is going to get compared to. She'll be the next. Well, one. I'm too old to be compared. That's to what her I mean. Yet, if so, like, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm super pumped for it. Like, it looks ridiculous, but in the great way, and like even like. The marketing Paramount's doing is pretty smart. Like, I'll see some of the TikTok, uh, you know, like clips or whatever. And one of them is like, it's, it's like, you know, they'll put the quotes up, like, show me, blah, blah, blah. And then the video does whatever. One of them is like this woman saying, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally going to the D&D movie for the plot. And it's nothing but scenes of the guy who's a paladin and Chris Prine, like, moving slowly and strutting. And they're like, mm-hmm, you're coming <laughs> for the plot. Okay. You know? <laughs> um. It just looks like fun. I'm super pumped for it. I think it's going to be a blast. Um, and also, really quick, I mentioned this on Twitter, I think, a couple days ago. Like, kudos to Wizards of the Coast for doing 
what the comic industry never does when a movie's coming out. And, and actually promote it? And and making it accessible. If you go on a D&D Beyond right now, mm-hmm. every front page article is basically like building your first character, running your first game, uh, you know, 101s on a cleric, 101s on a barbarian. Like it's designed for, what is this Dungeons and Dragons? It, that's smart. Yep. Um, I'm like, I guess I don't know off the top of my head what it normally starts with when you first you know it's always articles but it's like the next whatever the next like unearthed arcana is they're very like crunch heavy it's with the assumption that you know what you're doing what you're doing and right now it's a landing page for like does this movie look fun are you curious about the game and all the inside jokes starter set yep no they're leading right into it that is pretty damn smart Mm -hmm. oh and there we go there's uh Here's some stuff that ties in directly to Honor Among Thieves. Oh, they made they made characters for them that you can download for free on D&D Beyond. Bring the crew to your game. Yep. That is very clever. Yes. If only comics could figure that out. <laughs> like, I mean, by that, I mean DC and Marvel, like, figuring right. that out. Like, yeah, not everyone has a friend, like, you know, like you, when, when I... Like what you you told me, which Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy issues would be really great yeah. in terms of like, oh, that was a fun movie. How about right. more of that? Like the fact that when like the Winter Soldier or Civil War came out, you couldn't buy Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It was out of print. Like why? Like the moment the teaser drops, those publishers should have those books out the door with like a thing on the cover that says. In, you know, the book, the story that inspired dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they don't do that. They never, ever do that. Ever. I don't know. You know, when you're like top dog in an industry for so long, you kind of stop trying. You're like, they'll come to us. And they don't. I mean, but yeah, anyway. I don't know. Uh, although speaking about promoting, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get Season of the Bruja uh, nominated for the Ringo Awards. Cast my uh, ballot. Thanks. So yeah, if you go to any of my socials, right? Well, Twitter and Facebook, um, it's like the top. It, it's the pinned post, and you'll see all the categories that I'm trying to get us nominated for. It, it the nominations are open to anyone. You don't have to be in the industry because it's done by fans. Um, if any of the if any of it makes a nomination, that's done by industry people. Like you kind of have to verify what you've done. But nominations can be done by anyone. So um, that would be very cool. Oh, drop that link. Uh, 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 vamp. Um, nothing no, you make, vamp. Nothing, I'm going no, I, I was talking to myself. Uh-huh. Um, nothing makes it harder to think of something to vamp with than being told to vamp. Mm-hmm. Um, I am looking at the list of movies that are coming out soon. And uh, I think we covered the two that are going to be most interesting to us, uh, which is... The the D and D uh, and the John Wick ones. The rest of the stuff, not so well. Creed is on there. I know you're into that franchise. Um, yeah. Um, but here I'm now. I'm reminded of one that I saw a trailer for for the other day, and I immediately started having flashbacks. And I don't know whether to be like. You know, like interested, like you, like you've you've piqued my interest, or just go ahead and just go straight to like fury. Um, okay, Tetris, the movie. I'm super curious. It's not what you think. 
it's what, like a Cold War drama. It's about what Nintendo and U.S. did to acquire the rights for Tetris in Soviet Russia. Wow, that does not feel like the trailer that I watched. Yeah, no, the one on Apple, like the Apple Plus movie? Um, I don't actually know. Yeah, no, I'm super pumped for that. Yes, it is on Apple. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like a Cold War drama. Well, m- very comedic, though. Uh, I see. Maybe that w- Maybe I w- didn't. It didn't have my full attention. And I, what I gleaned was, oh, no, it's another Pixels. No, no. And that's uh, why I was like, oh, fuck this. Fuck no. everything. No, not okay. at all. No, it's more of a, like, docudrama. Yes, but I think also much more humorous, yeah. Okay. All right. I was trying to put the, the the image in the Twitch chat, but you can't do that. I, say, I don't so. know if you can do that. No, you can't. Um, okay, that's fine. I'm I'm cool with that. Okay. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm expecting like a kind of a more um, for all mankind kind of vibe, but funnier. For all mankind's not that funny. Yeah. No. I mean, it's not meant to be. No. Um, no, I'm super pumped for that for sure. <clears throat> so, I don't know. yeah. I mean, I still haven't watched beyond I think episode three of The Last of Us because I just can't. <laughs> It's great. I just, I can't, I can't, I will eventually. Cause I, 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 I like both of the performers in it. Um, I, I just can't do it. It's just the, the game broke my heart so much that I don't think I can go through it with the show now. And see there, that that's like me again with the, Oh no. Yeah. The sadder, the better. You should play the game. I, and I've been meaning to play the game for years. You I've I've known it. for a very long time that it is a top quality, yeah. excellent storytelling game. Um, I I just I don't do a lot of co- console gaming. All right. Like, if they put it on Switch, there's a better. I chance. mean, get Christian to play it and just watch it. <laughs> no, I hate that. I hate that oh, really? so much. I don't understand how people enjoy that. My sister used to do that when we were back at home with the PlayStation. Oh. I would play, you know, Final Fantasy or whatever, and she would just watch. I mean, like it's the story and shit, but mm-hmm. I just I cannot understand that. I would be so fucking bored to tears. Two uh, player, get the fuck out. I, I have a friend who used to love watching me play the Resident Evil games, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Oh shit!" Because they treated it like a movie. To them, it was like it was like watching a movie where I was controlling the main character, and you know, they'd be like, "Don't fucking," ah! you know. I, I mean, I guess I get it, but to me, in my mind, video games are an activity that, that you participate in. Right. Um, no, I'd, I'd, if, if, I'd rather be playing my own game or do something else. That's fair. Uh, yeah, Nor mentioned, uh, yeah, Strange New World starts filming season three. Woo! So, yeah, we're getting another season for that, definitely. Uh, are you caught up on Picard? Heck yeah. Are you? Pretty sure. I think so. Uh, like it's like four episodes, right? Five. Uh, let me see let me if look, I say let it. At, let me look at the episode list. Oh e- no, I even, have even saying I have a new a person is a major spoiler. I have a new app, um, and it helps me track uh, what episodes I've seen of the different shows that I'm watching. It's see. it's kind of the best thing ever. I super duper needed it in my life. Pink hard. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've seen 
All five episodes. Okay. But if it's a, if there's spoilers, we should probably hold off in case anyone in the uh, who's listening isn't caught up. Yeah, no, we're not going to do it. Um, I, I'll talk about it next week because that that's a full week. So by then, I feel okay talking about it. Although I have to do my I have to do my no spoiler subspace review on my Substack because mm. I've, I've been reviewing the show without any spoilers, which that's is getting right. harder and harder. Yeah. Um... <laughs> It, it really is. TNG, TNG. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure they, yeah, all good things they literally sailed off into the sunset. But the, like, the original series, Star Trek VI, is the goodbye. Like, they says goodbyes, flies off into space, and it ends with their signatures. Like, it's beautiful. TNG never got that in fact that it ended with nemesis which is barely ahead of into darkness as the worst trek movie ever made <laughs> i don't remember much about it i saw it as a kid it's, if i saw it at all it was also the only star trek movie in the history of star trek to not debut at number one its opening weekend it was beat by made in manhattan i know uh, i saw that the Man, of Arnold's... back in time yeah where she plays a maid and like the the billionaire like, falls in love with her yeah yeah, uh, and that, I think that was back to back with the one where. Yeah, I titled the, the wedding planner. I believe someone reviewed it once as the Puerto Rican pretty woman. I was like, eh. I mean, she's not a prostitute, but other than that, it's the same story. Yep, that yeah. is an accurate uh, summary. Yeah. Of, of that movie. Uh, but yeah, it beat Star Trek Nemesis on the opening weekend. Mm. Um. So yeah, we're getting the you know that cast of getting the the buy the goodbye they never got. Yeah. Yeah. And this um, is their last season, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that is a good use of your time, sir. And I I loved Captain Shaw the first time I saw him because I kind of like the curmudgeon dickhead that puts Picard and Riker in their place. But now I really love him. I did not care for him as much at first. I'm like, I mean, like, I, I know you got to have a foil somewhere in there, right? But, yeah. But yes, once you, get, once you get to know him a little better, you're like, okay, I see where you're coming from. I don't have to like it, but I can respect it, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then that speech he gave about Wolf 359. Um, yeah, that, that, the thing that like is always coming back to haunt him. Because mm-hmm. that's that's like, the, not the premise, but the, the, the opening scene of Deep Space Nine yeah. is, is Wolf 359. Yeah. Um, that's the thing I read, too. Like, someone was like, why isn't Shaw over it? Cisco's over it. And you're like, well, first... We got to see seven seasons of Cisco, quote, getting over it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like the way it's written, Sean was like, he got a quick psych evaluation because he survived and he was thrown back out. What must that be like? <laughs> exactly. No, uh, it's, it's good commentary. It, it's That's what I mean. More I'm like, often than not, like, those things don't get handled and you never get over it. No. Yeah. And also Cisco, thing on your point of view, had regular interventions by gods to <laughs> help him get over it quote get over it yeah he's and he never really did because one of the prophets was always his wife mm-hmm. you know <laughs> anyway i love shaw he's 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 great i love him yeah they really they really fleshed him out uh i don't know if you saw the meme and we should probably get close to wrapping it up too mm-hmm. there was a meme of shaw where like it's because the titan one of the complaints that the titan bridge is so dark 
So I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen I've seen some memes. I don't know if I've seen so, the one you're talking about. Um, they're like, and they're like, Shaw, why is your bridge so dark? And he's like, Well, Enterprise D looked like a hotel lobby. He's like, and in you know the Kelvin timeline where Apple won all the wars. <laughs> he's like, I thought it would change things up. And then he looks at Picard. Then the meme looks at Picard and says, but what do I know, Jean-Luc? You're the one who knows everything about lights. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen it, but yeah. I wanted to let you finish. Okay, thanks. Because uh, it good. is good. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's start wrapping up then here. Do you have any other stuff that you definitely wanted to share this week? I mean, other than, yes, please uh, vote for Season of the Bruja in the Ringo Awards. If you go to my Facebook page or if you go to my Twitter page, it's the pinned one. Um, I even put a QR code on there. So even if you don't have the link, you can scan the QR code and it goes right to where you where you vote. Technology. Uh, and you have to type it all in. There's no drop downs right now. You just you just type in at the categories that I listed. Just copy paste. Well, they're separate. They're separate categories. So you can't just type it all in in one big block. So they have the no, best writer. But yeah, if you 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 know you type it once. You copy it and then you paste that okay, into that's each true. field where it applies. Yeah, there you go. I'm just trying to save the listeners some time. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that, that would be really cool, everybody. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. I might be losing my connection. Uh, so with that. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, I'm Aaron Duran. I'm being Rita. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks. Do something. Bye, everybody.